preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Friends, you are tuned in with Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am your host, Teresa Lusk. I am dealing with the freedom um, portion of my ministry. I have been talking to you through several segments about different things that every Christian should know about deliverance ministry. And in a prior segment, I talked about the different methods that are used in deliverance ministry. Um, some of you may hear this and think, well, isn't it pretty simple? Didn't Jesus just command devils to leave? And the answer is yes. That's exactly how he did it. Um, there have been extra biblical methods that have been adopted that actually work. Now, the reason why I believe that they work, even though they are not talked about in the Bible, it's not because they're not anti, excuse me, they're not unbiblical. Unbiblical means that they would be a sin to practice, but they are extra biblical, which means that they're not necessarily a sin, but it's not what God taught us in his word. Well, my friends, there's a lot of extra biblical things that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can see the believer um, has learned. You know, human beings are really good at tuning in with the Holy Spirit at times and, and learning new things or testing new things and seeing if the Lord will honor them. Well, that's exactly what has happened with deliverance ministry. So I talked in a prior segment about different ways to command devils to leave, such as um, declaring with the word, commanding them to leave with the word, proclaiming God's goodness. Um, so I'm going to continue that section because it's quite a bit of information. And I'm actually teaching out of my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You can get your copy at Amazon.com or wherever books are sold online. Uh, I'd love for you to get a copy because it's a good resource to have. You know, when I was learning to do deliverance, I probably read a, just a ton of books on this subject. And I went through the entire spectrum of deliverance, you know, the different things that people have learned to do, the things people encourage you to do. And I just came around the mountain really and decided I try to do as things as simple as possible because it's best to keep it simple. It leaves nothing for the enemy to work with. Um, <clears throat> that way, in case your faith has become so reliant on methods and um, things of that nature that I really encourage you to, to keep deliverance simple. Jesus didn't do any kind of fancy things to try to get people set free. He just set people free. Um, and so for the most part, you know, he really kept it simple. But there were other things that you can, you know, kind of look at and go, okay, well, this might work. Well, it might work because the Lord will honor that because your, your heart is to set people free. And that's what we're going to do. So um, we're, we're gonna pick up at worship. You know, one of the things about worship is that if, if you sing just the right song and it's your moment to be set free, guess what? You're going to be set free. I have witnessed a couple of people 
if not more, be set free through worship. Um, one of them was very uh, evident. The other one wasn't as much. But if you worship, there's something that happens when you are so intentional in your worship that the worship itself will actually cause demons to flee. Uh, it's not just a saying. It's not just a song. I know sometimes we, we sing our songs and it says cool little things and you know we, we feel real spiritual. But the truth is that a real, intimate, genuine worship can set people free. And I want to tell you that because some people go to church and they show up as if worship is, um, you know, like like the pre the, the the pre entertainment portion of the sermon, and it's not. Can I tell you that in many ways, the the worship is actually many times not always, but many times more important than the 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 preaching because the preaching comes sometimes from people that have not, and I'm not picking on anybody, so don't feel offended. I'm just calling out what is. I'm a minister. I, I've, I've dealt with people. I deal with people all the time. But sometimes the preaching comes from people who have not spent time with the Lord. They don't even have faith for what they're preaching. But a truly intimate worship moment has so much power. That doesn't mean that the preaching doesn't, because I'm a preacher. I said in the earlier segment that you can actually get people set free by just preaching. But that comes with intention, with being aware of the power that you carry on the inside of you, not just by hearing one of those messages that will tickle your ears, not a self-help message. I mean a message filled with power. And in that way is the same way that a worship moment can get you set free. So if you know somebody who really needs to be set free, encourage them to enter into a worship time because worship is warfare and uh, and it's soothing. We see that in First Samuel 16 when David played the harp for King David, uh, excuse me, for King Saul when he was being tormented with the spirit. So if it happens, if it works for King Saul, it will work for you. It'll work for those who have issues. All right, the next one is dreams. So the Lord can actually set you free through a dream. It's so cool. Um, I love how he's done that. He's done it for me, set me free from something. He, set, he has set others free through dreams. Um, somebody shared a story uh, about how they, uh, they had gone to sleep and um, they, they had a dream that a worm was being pulled out of their forehead. And how many of you know that the worm is just a gross thing? I know they have their part here on earth, but it's a still a gross thing. Well, <clears throat> it came out of their out of their out of their head, and um, that is a actually a deliverance dream. And so that person actually experienced some freedom. Praise God for that. So dreams can also be one of the many methods that God uses for deliverance. So. You see how we're seeing some great things that happen out of the deliverance ministry, different methods. I tell people, keep it simple. Don't learn to adopt all the many different things or that's where your faith 
will you're you will be required to keep that up you won't be able to step out of the bounds of those things that you have faith in that that it the methods because the enemy will begin to resist you and uh, especially if he knows that if you believe that you have to um, put oil on somebody for them to be set free then the next time you're with somebody who needs deliverance if you don't pull out that oil the devil will use it against you so just remember that keeping it simple but remembering that God does still use other things all right the next one is called renouncing darkness and unrighteousness this is actually one of my most practiced uh, methods and the reason for that is because like I told you I work with the public so because I work with people um, who might be scared of this and I'm talking sometimes people who don't even understand their salvation if they're saved they don't understand um, anything because they've just they've grown up in religion versus relationship uh, maybe they dabble in a few things so renouncing darkness first of all the word renouncing means to break up with something and so renouncing it means a formal declaration of abandoning something that we have been practicing um, <clears throat> we renounce darkness and sin and things uh, that that are not good and so one of the things that I've learned is when you begin to speak words such as I renounce and I break up with the enemy rises up and shows his ugly face pretty quickly and I'll tell you what that means in just a second but before I do you are tuned in with Teresa Lusk Ministries I am your host Teresa Lusk and we would like to invite you to go to our website TeresaLusk.com subscribe we would love to get some some information some resources to you info at TeresaLusk.com also we would like to pray for you so send us your prayer requests your testimonies let us know if our program's helping you do you have questions about something we covered in this segment just go ahead and email us we'd love to equip you with answers uh, also i am teaching straight out of my book unapologetically free deliverance and freedom through the spirit-filled life you can get your copy wherever books are sold or on amazon.com but I was just talking about how the enemy hates to hear you say that you renounce, meaning you break up with unrighteousness and that you break up with darkness. When you renounce darkness and unrighteousness, the enemy hates it. Because what happens is you're basically removing the... the real estate that you've allowed him to live in and you're kicking him out and and so when a person when I when I use this with people that I'm ministering to usually in some form of pastoral counseling or ministry time I will say repeat after me in the name of Jesus I renounce all works of unrighteousness and I renounce all works of darkness and they have actually had such a reaction to those words well at least the demons did not not them personally but the demons will react to that verbiage because those are those are fighting words for them they know what I'm doing they know I'm telling them to leave these people and to and to pack up and go 
And so I've actually had manifestations happen. I've had people, and by manifestations, my friends, let me tell you a little bit about that. I will cover that in, in, in segments later. But just for the sake of covering this, a manifestation is sometimes is the devil showing who he is his ugly face the the you see contortions in their in their faces their their faces look crooked evil their eyes may turn different colors uh, a, a horrible evil laugh uh, sometimes a mocking laugh sometimes an accusation sometimes something that sounds real innocent I could get into a million different ways in the way that they manifest but sometimes the way a demon simply manifests is by tightening up the, the throat of those who are talking. So those who are trying to find freedom by confessing that they will no longer serve the devil with their works of unrighteousness, which belongs which belong to, to Satan himself, he will make it known that he's not happy about that. And he has literally uh, caused people's throats to feel like they're closing up to feel like they're like they can't breathe um, maybe a tightness on their chest uh, a, lot, a lot of times a pain on their head there's different ways that it manifests but i'm telling you that renouncing darkness and sin has power so use it my friends use it the next one is breaking spoken curses <clears throat> you know i i have a segment somewhere out there a tv segment called um, uh, witchcraft practicing Christians and uh, one of the one of the things that I talk about in that segment and remember it's for television um, is that Christians curse other people not just Christians but uh, you know non-Christians they curse people when they speak evil words out of their mouth towards someone when we do that we are practicing witchcraft well, whether you're, whether you're a Christian or not, you can actually um, speak curses, which actually, it, when, you, when you study the word um, curses, uh, as in the book of James, with the same mouth we bless and with the same mouth we curse, that word curse means to summon evil. And so uh, we have to be very careful because when we say evil things, condemning things, judgmental things, critical things to other people, we are actually releasing and summoning evil upon them. And that ought to not be, just like the book of James says. So there have been times when I just speaking blessing over someone, just to say you will reach, you will accomplish, you will you will serve the Lord. You will do what I what the Lord has called you to do. Even in just saying something like that, that sounds just like a blessing over somebody. I have seen some very intense demonic manifestations. Why? Because you're breaking, you're overriding the power of the curse with the power of love and true and uh, truth and mercy. And so it's very important to be very aware, my friends, that what we speak really does have power. I would love for you to go find us on uh, out there on social media platforms, YouTube, things of that nature, that have my television programs on them that, that speak about this, the witchcraft practicing Christians. And uh, you'll see it if, you're, if your ears are open and your eyes are 
uh, you know, spiritually clear, you will see what I'm talking about and you will be careful before you start speaking over somebody. So the next one is breaking soul ties. You know, this is one of the ones that so many deliverance ministers have run with. Every deliverance minister pretty much has this in their book about soul ties. But soul ties really are something that is real. You cannot see it, but it is so real. And I tell you this out of 100% experience. Um, I wrote a story about that also. I tried, I tried to include several stories so that people reading the book can pull out some principles about deliverance and about how people become uh, demonized and how they uh, become bound to things and um, so I try to help people understand that through the story. But so, so soul ties basically are, um, it's like becoming one with someone spiritually, emotionally, and if it's sexual, sexually, because of sex, you don't actually have to have a sexual relationship with someone to have a, a soul tie. You can you can create a soul tie with just an emotional tie. You know, that's why you and your bestest friend are able to feel so close because you formed a soul tie. God gave us the ability to form soul ties so that we can um, grow in relationship, grow in covenant. If we don't form a soul tie with someone, they will not be as important to us. We will not need them as much. We would not look, look after them as much. Soul ties are for good, but, but sometimes we form soul ties with people that we were never supposed to build soul ties with. So be wise, be aware, and remember that soul ties um, are for the good, but the enemy has used it for the bad with broken people. So what you do is you confess your soul tie. If you have had sexual partners, before marriage and some of you even after marriage you need to break up with the soul tie renounce the soul tie father I renounce my soul tie with so-and-so emotionally spiritually physically uh, in any way in any way that I'm tied to them I break it some of you have had soul ties with people who abused you um, so there so soul ties are formed even when they're not healthy remember that so we want to make sure that you understand that soul ties have power. So break up with them real simple. I break the soul tie between uh, this person and that person. I release myself from all that has come upon me, around me, uh, because of my connection with them. And then I renounce the effects. Renouncing the effects is important. So I'll give you an example. I'll share the story. Um, there was someone, and I, and I change identities in my stories to protect people, even though they've given me... Um, permission to share, but there was a, um, someone who had uh, dated a, um, a, a witch, and this was several years later. They had a soul tie with them. They felt like, hey, there's something wrong here. I just feel, I think about this person all the time, and that's how you know when you have a soul tie too, by the way. You just can't seem to get that person out of your mind, out of your heart, out of your thoughts, out of your life, etc., etc., and so, um, so we went, broke, took them through the soul tie breaking, and they got up and they started shaking and, and just slapping their legs really fast. 
I said, what's going on? And they said, I feel all these spiders on me. Well, remember that person that they had involvement with uh, was into the occult, into darkness, and they felt that in their body. That's through a soul tie. So ask me if soul ties are powerful. They are powerful. All right, so the next one is cleaning out items of your home. Make sure that you keep your home clean from items. A lot of times we take items lightly. Um, I've had people even just kind of almost do a inner eye roll because they don't find that they have a conviction of something. So there are some things that are very clearly, evidently dark. And you know that a pentagram is going to be dark. A skull is dark. People disagree. They love their skulls. You just put little flowers on them and they look adorable, according to some people. But I know better. Anything that, that represents death, uncleanness, other religions, uh, blood, murder, abuse, anything, anything, alcohol, anything of the fallen world is not good. Uh, some people even say, oh, I love elephants. I love them with their trunk up because that represents good luck. Okay, so are you a Christian or are you a New Ager? You have to choose which lane you're going to be on. And so that means items in your home. I don't care. Some people say, well, aunt so-and-so, she gave it to me and it's been in the family for a hundred years. And I don't care. At the end of the day, I will have to ask you, who are you going to serve in your home? And so I know how hard it is to get rid of some things because I've had to get rid of things that people who I love dearly have given to me. But I refuse to be in rebellion to my Father in Heaven to be in submission to my earthly parents. And now if you say, well, God wants us to honor our parents. Yep, but He's first. The Father in Heaven is first. His teachings are first. His direction is first. So which will you choose? And that's really at the end of the day, that's what you'll have to choose. Uh, I have gone into many people's houses to help them identify and clean out items. And I can tell you that I have had to do a little warfare in their home because their devils that are attached to their items have, have tried to attack me. You can feel it physically. You'll feel sick to your stomach. You'll feel a pressure. You'll feel a coldness. There's so many different ways that you can feel it. Uh, and sometimes you don't feel it. You know, the devil is not always going to let you know he's there because if you don't feel bothered by it, why would you do anything about it? But um, we will be wise. We will not be ignorant of his schemes, as uh, the Apostle Paul said. So I encourage you to be wise in that. Look around your home. Pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. Is there something here that I need to take care of? And don't be afraid to let it go. There are some dark things in some of your homes that have been passed down from generation to generation and you're afraid of getting rid of it. You're afraid that somebody will know because those people are evil and they're powerful. Well, let me tell you, I personally had to go through something like that and the Lord helped me through it because he was asking me to do it. You'll be safe. You'll be protected. He is your protector. So try it, my friends. And lastly, um, we which is corporate deliverance. And that is basically being in a room and commanding with a word freedom over everybody in there and commanding different things to leave, such as sickness, disease, infirmity, lust, anger, uh, spirits of trauma, molestation, all that. In the name of Jesus, I command these things to leave. And usually I do it by the, the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
I don't always just start blabbing, you know. Uh, I really try to follow what is the Lord saying. Corporate deliverance is powerful, it's effective, and it can be done in greater numbers, which is why I love corporate deliverance, meaning if you're in a church service and you're ministering, um, that's a perfect time to see, um, you know, deliverance come to pass. Of course, you always have the naysayers who are always saying, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't listen. The, the Holy Spirit can handle all of that. He can handle all those demons manifesting. Um, when you go to other countries, America, you know, to some degree, it's a shame that, and, and I don't say this um, in a mean way, but it's kind of a shame that I'm even having to teach on all of this because I'm having to teach it. I'm having to teach something that even I had to learn, but that is so common sense in other nations. In other nations, they don't have this argument. Are demons really real? Does somebody really need deliverance from a demon, yes or no? Can they be a Christian and have a demon, yes or no? They're not tossing these things around because manifestations of demonic oppression are very common when you go and you minister. I experienced it myself. I can tell you it happens. And there's no, no questions. There's no time to ask questions. There's no time to debate theology. There's not, we don't have the arguments that the West has. We love our theological debates here in the U.S. Can women preach? Should they be apostles? Can they be the lead pastor? Can a woman cast out a demon? We're not even, other countries aren't even fighting for that. They're fighting uh, for war to end. They're fighting for people to be set free from devils and, and so many other things. So let's give up the theological arguments. Let's, let's just do what the Lord Jesus Christ ordered us to do. Cast out demons, lay hands on the sick preach the gospel and, and those things. So my friends, I pray that this segment is blessing you. The freedom segment is so important for us to understand freedom for yourself and for others. And everything that I'm teaching, you can apply to yourself. Uh, don't be embarrassed. You can apply it to yourself. And so my friends, I'd like to invite you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Info at TeresaLusk.com. You could send us your testimonies, your prayer requests. What if you have questions? What if we have said something so far that you just don't understand? Maybe it really boggles your mind and, and you just want some more clarity. Don't be afraid to ask. We would love to answer those for you. Listen, my friends, if you are being blessed by our ministry, please partner with us. I invite you in the name of the Lord, to, to partner with our ministry, go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, and click on the donate button. You can donate any amount. Uh, you can partner to, to support once a month, every quarter, once a year, whatever you feel the Lord leading you to do. We would love to partner with you. Also, don't forget that I'm teaching straight out of my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You can get your copy wherever books are sold online. It has resources for you, uh, prayers. It, it clarifies a lot of debates and things that people are still debating today, and we do it biblically. So I pray that that blesses you. Well, my friend, I want to pray for you before we end. <clears throat> and if you are listening and you are struggling, maybe with depression, maybe with torment in your mind, uh, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that that has to break, that it has to fall right now. 
that it cannot continue to torment you. We command fear to fall in the name of Jesus. It has to fall and it has to bow to the name of Jesus. I command everything that causes fear. And you know, I feel like as I'm as I'm putting this together, I feel like there's somebody watching and the fear becomes so overwhelming. Uh, somebody listening, the fear becomes so overwhelming that it, um, it, it corners you. And so I just want to say that I release you from that right now in the name of Jesus. I release you from that spirit that comes to taunt. It comes to cause fear. It comes to corner you. But today is the day for you to be set free from that. I pray that there be salvation over your life, deliverance over your life, that your mind would be made whole, nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking, that you would be just living out in the fullness of who God said you are in Him. I pray a joy over you, that you would begin to walk in joy, that you begin to be normal again, as if when you were a child and everything was normal. We pray that over your life. And Father, I thank you for blessing over them. I thank you for protecting them, sending angels to watch over them, that they will need not be bound, Lord God, and distracted and pulled away any longer to the things that should not be. But God, we thank you for your mercy right now. We thank you for Jesus right now. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. God here on earth and we thank you Lord for walking us through every difficult situation in Jesus name Amen